morning, uh, already the first Sunday of December, and it's so good to be in God's house. Welcome everybody, whichever way you're coming, by way of Facebook, by way of the parking lot, uh, radio, or in-house. We want to say welcome to everyone that is here today. We want to pray that God's will and way would be done here in our service today, uh, because it's all because of Him. We live, we move, and we have our being, and it's so good to know that we in His presence, and He'll take care of us, watch over us, keep us safe. And uh, let's just remember one another and always remember the theme verses for this year. I'll look unto the hills from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made the heaven and the earth. And so that's where all of our help comes from. And you know what? If we go to him for help and he gives us, uh, tells us what we need to do, we do that. Then you know what? We're going to be better. Amen. God's going to bless us in a lot of ways. And I uh, just want to say thank you to those uh, that uh, put up the cross. I'm not sure who all was involved in that. Sister Shirley was kind of... Uh, she kind of headed it up this year, and we want to say thank you. And whoever may have uh, gave for the poinsettias, we want to say thank you for that also. Uh, because uh, you know what? the Christmas Day is when the process of, of the cross come in. Amen. Because he was born to die, and that's the whole reason why he came to this earth as the King of Kings. And I want to just say thank the Lord for that today. And thank everyone for participating in that and helping in that. And also, uh, just uh, thank you for uh, for those that are wearing the mask because uh, one of the reasons why uh, that I did it was uh, there's a church down around here that had 120 something members that was uh, they had service and they got exposed to uh, they all got the COVID. So we're going to try to do our best because uh, I like coming to church, Amen. I like being in God's house and I want to keep it as safe as all possible. I'm not uh, not going to give you my opinions on it because, but I'm going to try my best to do our very best. And if I hate wearing a mask just as much as anybody here, and so uh, let's just. But I thank you for that, and we're just trying to do the best we can because uh, I want to be able to come to God's house, and I, I don't want to have to go backwards. I want to continue to maybe go forward and to have more services in the near future. So just. Uh, Pray one for another, and uh, do pray for Brother Everett and Sister Marie. But they both that are at home, and they're doing uh, they're doing better, but they're still sick. We need to continue to remember them. Uh, Corey, uh, he's doing he's doing better, but continue to pray for him. Uh, Bobby Hammond, let's do uh, pray for him. They have called hospice in for him, and let's remember him. And also, Miss Kid called me this morning. Uh, she's not been feeling well, and her grandson. Uh, had an abscess tooth, and uh, they done something, and uh, it, he ended up, he's in the hospital uh, with cellulitis and another thing, so remember him tonight, today as we pray. Uh, Char Ronnie and Gail Hayes, remember their family, they're sick. Charles and Jill's family's doing better, but continue to remember them. All the sick, all the lost, all the shut-ins, all the churches. Uh, Sister Deanne, remember her. Isaac, uh, God's done great things for him. Uh, matter of fact, he came by my house Friday with his mom and him, and he walked into the door, walked into my house, and you know what? He had a little bit of assistance, but man, for what he's been through, God's been good to him, and I just want to praise the Lord for that and continue to uh, pray for him that everything will continue to move forward. Also, uh, Jeremy's mother, grandmother did pass away. I do remember his family today as we pray, Lisa and her dad and her aunt. Continue to pray for them. Ed and Barbara, continue to remember them. Uh, Gloria, Jean, and Jerry, and the, her daughter, Joanne, let's pray for them. She's still battling cancer. Uh, those that are fighting the virus, let's pray for all of those this morning. Our country, our leaders, 
Savannah uh, needs our prayers today. Dana is doing much better, but continue to pray for her. Uh, Margaret Hagee still stands in need of our prayers. They said only 45% of her heart was working. So pray for her. Christina, special request. Philip Walker, also Wilson and Elizabeth. We're good to see Elizabeth back today. Uh, but Wilson, uh, he's just, he's got a lot against him, but he's got God for him. And the doctors uh, are doing about all they have been able to do. But you know what? God, it's all in God's hands. So just pray for him. Talk to him last Sunday. And he was in very good spirits and all, but let's pray for his health today and also his family, Ken. Let's continue to remember him. Sandra Moore's family, they still grieve over the loss of their mother and grandmother. Let's pray for them. Janice Moore and her family. Janice has been very sick. Remember her, Joel Swing, uh, bedridden for a while. Janice is here today. Amen. Thank the good Lord for that. Amen. God still hears and answers prayer. Joel Swing, let's remember her. Karen Goins. Uh, got a lot of going on with her uh, body. She's got MS for quite a while. Pray for her. Greg Gobble still going through treatments as far as I know. Those on Facebook and those who have uh, get, got slack concerning the Lord during this time. And you know what? Just but, you know, when I say that, a lot of people say, well, it's those that are not coming. But you know what? If we're not careful, even though we do come, we can still get slack ourselves. So let's just pray one for another. I need your prayers. And if we all be honest, we all need it because uh, the enemy's fighting us work more now than he ever has fought us really in our, in our in our in America and in our church world today. But you know what? We need to realize the reason why he's fighting so much is his time is running out, and he's about through, and uh, he's doing everything he can to do his job as good as he can. So all we need to do is do everything we can to do our uh, do for the Lord as best we can. And God's going to honor us and God's going to bless us. And I just want to say thank the good Lord for his goodness and his mercy. Has anyone in the church house got a request on their heart this morning? Amen. Yes, let's remember that. Yes. Go ahead, Brother Jeff. Okay. Amen. Anyone else? Yes. Yes, let's remember them. Good to say I've requested prayer for a couple now here this morning. Thank the good Lord for that. Anyone else? Amen. Amen. Anyone else? I know we all have them by the lift of our hands this morning. Let's all stand and go to the Lord in prayer this morning. Pray that God's will and way be in our service here today. Because you know what? This is the day the Lord has made. Let us be glad and rejoice in it. I remember Sister Carolyn Pardon used to say that a lot. When she was able to come, and uh, she, I can just when I say it, I can see, I can visualize her saying that, and, that, and that's what we got to do today because it is His day. And I'm glad. How many's glad to be in God's house today? I'm glad to be in God's house, and let's just worship the Lord because you know what? I'm glad this is not our permanent home, and I, I'm glad you know a lot of people says this may be our new normal, but I'm glad this is not normal, and I'm glad one day we're going to become normal. We're going to be in our heavenly place, Amen. So let's bow our heads, go to the Lord in prayer today. Father, we love you. 
And we thank you, Lord, for the privilege to call upon your name today. We're so glad uh, that you allowed us to get up, you allowed us to get ready, and you provided a way for us uh, uh, to get to your house this morning. We want to say thank you for that. And we want to say thank you for each and every one that has made their way to the house of the Lord today. Those that are sitting in the parking lot listening to us on radio. And Lord, those that's in-house this morning, God, we want to say thank you for that. Those we've been praying for. And Lord, they're feeling well enough this morning to be able to come back to your house today. We want to say thank you. Continue to touch their bodies. Continue to touch them. Uh, Lord, in a special way today, Father, we thank you for those that worked uh, uh, diligently, Lord, to put up the cross uh, to represent our Christmas this year. Uh, uh, Lord, we want to say thank you for those that gave the poinsettias, Lord, and for all that's been done uh, around the house of the Lord this weekend. Uh, uh, We ask you, Lord, today for the service now as we come into your house, uh, uh, Lord, to give you worship and to give you praise. We just ask you, Lord, that your will and your way uh, uh, would be done on earth as it is in heaven. Uh, uh, Lead us and guide us. Guide us and direct us, Lord, in the way in which you would have us to go. Uh, Lord, touch those that are watching by Facebook today uh, and going to be watching later. Father, I pray, Lord, that the Word of God would go out and minister to hearts and lives today. Lord, those that the doctor said they've done all they can do, but I pray, I know, Lord, when the doctor said that's all they can do, Lord, that's when you can, Lord, you can still do beyond that because you're the great I am. You're the great healer today. And we just ask you, Lord, to touch Tammy, to touch Wilson, touch your son, touch those that are with us today, those that are shut in. Lord, those today, Lord, that have other situations going on in their lives, and I pray, Lord, today we wouldn't let nothing hinder us uh, uh, from praising your sweet and precious name and worshiping you, uh, uh, for you are the God and the only true and living God. Uh, and Lord, I'm glad, Lord, that the Bible says it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Uh, but Lord, I'm glad I fell into your arms and Lord, asked you for forgiveness uh, and you forgave me of my sins, Father, and all the others have too that are saved. Uh, we ask you, Lord, right now to bless our offering today, take it in you use it uh, uh, for the up and of thy kingdom. Bless those that have to give and all those that have not uh, and meet every need of every heart and of every life on the prayer request list uh, and those that lifted their hands around the building, around the uh, property, uh, Lord, throughout the land of Facebook. We ask you, Lord, right now uh, in the precious and wonderful name, bless all the blessers that give, that give and those that can't. Uh, in Jesus' name we do humbly pray. Amen and amen. Give God praise this morning. Amen. That's a case if you would to pass around the uh, the offering today, the bucket, and uh, give us the Lord's give you. If you don't want to do it that way, there's also a place out there you can give, but he'll pass it around uh, here today. And I'm just thankful to be in God's house and to know uh, why I'm uh, the reason why I'm here. Amen. I'm thankful because there's been a change made in my life many years ago. And uh, you know what? Nobody can make that change except Jesus Christ. And I'm thankful for that today. Sister Angel, come and start her singing for us, if you would, please, this morning. Anybody got a testimony while she's coming today? Amen. Pray for her. She sings for us. Um, walk on the water. And I want to thank God. I'm going to say this this morning just because it's on my heart. And I've it, I've been thinking about it. Maybe somebody else has been thinking the same thing. But last week when the preacher announced about our mask, it kind of bothered me a little bit, you know, because I thought, well, maybe we shouldn't do this in our church. But, you know, I thought to myself, I get up every day and I go to work and I sit in the office for eight hours a day for my job with a mask on. 
And as Christians, I feel like we should trust our shepherd, which is our pastor. And I feel like that, you know, we may not always agree on things, but we got to trust that our pastor is going to follow God. And if we got to come in here and sit with a mask on, then I'm going to come in here and sit with a mask on and worship God because I love him that much. If I got to put on a whole, you know, body of armor to come in here and worship God, I feel like we should because we would do it for our jobs and we would do it anywhere else we go. And if we can't do it here, then we've got we we should be we should do it here. We it's hard, but I love God. And I, I know that a lot of times because I hear people say things and I know it's discouraging sometimes because the devil is out to kill and destroy. He's just he wants to destroy every one of us. He wants to get us down. He wants to get us out. And he definitely don't want us here. And if he can get in our minds and make us think things it's hard and we've got to be here. This is where we get our help and our strength from. And I just feel like, you know, if, if I can sit in, in an office all day with this mask off and I can come to church and sit with this mask on, you know, and God also says, if you'd know what hour the thief would come, you would be prepared. And I think God gives us common sense. You know, it's not fear to put a mask on, not to me. I think that God gives us common sense to take care of ourselves. And and I, I love my church, and I just hope nobody's discouraged by your mask. Don't be discouraged. That's Look right. up, because God's coming. Put your, put your mask on and be joyful that you got a mask on, that you know you serve a big old God, whether the mask is on or whether it's That's off. Right. God's in control of all things, and I love him this morning. That's the Lord. Yes. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus.
she said my bills are coming due lord and six days is not that long but then she hears a voice that's soft and low he said i move like that before i'll do this little thing oh and i'll give you so much more Child and tough 
Jesus came back from the grave and he won the victory. He's alive, he's alive. Oh, death could not hold him. He's alive, he's alive. Oh, the stone, it was thrown away. And Satan, he thought he'd won the battle. And sister around the altar. Father, we come to you this morning once again in the precious name of Jesus, Lord, for Sister Elizabeth today. Ask you, Lord, just to touch her, Lord, the way she needs to be touched. Uh, Lord, I know she's had a lot going on within her life, her health, and then Lord Wilson also with his health. And we just ask you, Lord, today, Lord, just touch her, Lord, give her strength, and Lord, give her grace, give her help, and give her all that she needs, Lord, today. Uh, because I'm so thankful, Lord, today that we serve a God that can save. Uh, uh, we serve a God that can heal today, Lord. We know a God that, and serve a God that, Lord, knows our thoughts afar off. But Lord, he said to ask, and Lord, we ask you, Lord, today on behalf of our sister, uh, Lord, just give her the touch that only you can give her today. Uh, we'll love you and we'll praise you and we'll thank you, Lord, for it's in Jesus' wonderful name. Continue to bless in our service. Uh, I pray that we would just turn loose and let God have his will and way in the house of God today. In Jesus' name we do humbly pray. Amen and amen this morning. Thank the good Lord. Come on up, Casey, and sing for us this morning. Bobby, you want to sing for us also? Amen. Pray for him. Bless the Lord.
ogni schermo di Borgia Oh, yeah. 
But because of what you've done, not because of what I've done, but because of who you are. I am a flower quickly fading, here today and gone tomorrow. A wave tossed in the ocean, a vapor in the wind, still you. Hear me when I'm calling, Lord, you catch me when I'm falling, you told me who I am, I am yours, I am yours, I am yours. From these lips of mine The dirty shame was killing me It would take a miracle to wash me clean Red, the 
Che. When I see the sunlight in the morning, when I feel the wind blow across my face, when I hear the sound of children playing, I know it's all part of God's amazing grace. And I believe there's a place called heaven. And I believe the hill called Calvary. Now I believe in a man, his name is Jesus. Now I believe that he gave his life for me. I was there today, my mom went to heaven. I held her hand and she slowly falls asleep. Now I felt the power of ten thousand angels come to carry her home to be crowned with Jesus' feet. And I believe there's a place called heaven. And I believe in a hill called Calvary. And I believe in a man, his name is Jesus. I believe that he gave his life for me. No, I believe that he gave his life for me. I've enjoyed the singing this morning. Amen. Hope you have. And, uh, Turn your Bibles with us this morning to Ezekiel chapter number 36 this morning. Ezekiel chapter number 36. And by the help of the Lord, we won't uh, keep you no longer than he keeps us. And uh, uh, just pray that God would have his will and way in our service. The continuance of our service, I've enjoyed the goodness of God and his blessings. And uh, for you know, because he's so good to us. And uh, I'd like to preach this morning upon the thought, what's on the inside? Amen. So listen. Uh, to this as we stand together and uh, if you want to if you got mask on you want to remove it for a little while you go right ahead amen take a break and uh, they have them at school also and I'm thankful for that 
And so uh, listen to this, Ezekiel chapter number 36 and verse number 35 this morning. Listen to what the word has to say unto us today. It says, Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you, and ye shall be clean for all your, from all your filthiness and from all your idols, and will I cleanse you. A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statues, and you shall keep my judgments and do them, and you shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers, and you shall be my people, and I will be your God. Let us pray. Father, we love you today, and we thank you, Lord, for the reading of thy precious word. We thank you for the songs. Uh, for the testimonies, for Lord, just being able to be in your house uh, amongst your people, Lord, our brothers and our sisters in Christ today. Uh, and we ask you, Lord, now, Lord, as it comes time for the preaching of thy precious word, uh, uh, we ask you, Lord, to hide us behind the cross, give us words of wisdom, words of knowledge, and words of understanding, uh, uh, that we may stand not within ourselves, but God, within thy power and in thy glory, uh, uh, speak to hearts, speak to lives, uh, and give us, Lord, that which we need to give to the people today and Lord we'll speak the word today God and I know it won't come back we'll void and we ask you right now speak the lives today those that are lost uh, deal with them to be saved. Uh, Lord, those that are out of Ark of Safety walking down a, a, a vaccine condition, I ask you, Lord, to touch them today. Bring them back uh, to where they need to be for you. Help us all to grow in the grace and the knowledge of, of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ today. We'll praise you for everything you've done, everything you're doing, uh, and everything that you're going to do. Uh, and all of God's children says this morning, uh, uh, amen and amen today. Thank the good Lord for the reading of his precious word uh, and for all that he's done for us thus far today. Uh, uh, but listen to me. I know this is talking about the restoring of Israel, uh, uh, God's chosen people today, but I'm thankful today to know uh, uh, because there's many people today that, uh, you know what, they may look good on the outside, uh, uh, but what's on the inside is what matters today uh, uh, because you know, there's, a, there's a movie out. Many of you, some of you may have saw it, some of you may have not, uh, uh, but it's uh, called The Godfather 3, uh, and in that movie there, it talked about uh, 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 the, the mafia man, Michael, uh, uh, he met with a, a cardinal there, uh, and when he met with him, he was reporting unto him uh, about the, uh, the executives from the Vatican Bank, uh, and even an archbishop had been involved in a massive case uh, of fraud and after hearing the news the cardinal uh, he moved himself to a water fountain there and he took out of there a rock uh, and a stone that had been in that uh, fountain for a long time uh, and when he did that you know what he withdrew that and it was uh, it was been there uh, but the thing was it had been in the water for a long time uh, but the water had never penetrated uh, with a stone because the cardinal uh, he took the stone and he broke it on the side there and he showed it to the guy there uh, and on the inside it was dry because the water had never penetrated uh, uh, the stone there because you know what he looked at him uh, and he said the same thing has happened to men in Europe uh, uh, for centuries they have been surrounded by Christianity uh, uh, but Christ has not penetrated uh, uh, Christ does not breathe within them uh, and you think about the movie scene actually points uh, uh, to a significant spiritual truth today uh, 
It's not enough to be exposed to Christianity. A man is in desperate need of a heart transplant. Many people are exposed. America has been spoiled. We have been exposed to Christianity for years. But it has not penetrated a lot of people in this life. So what's on the inside? Number one, without Christ actively working within man's heart, a man's heart is hard. Many look good on the outside, but you know what? Not what it's not what's on the outside that counts. It is what's on the inside that counts today. Because Jeremiah seventeen verse nine says, "The heart is desperately, I mean, deceitful above all things, and desperately wicked." Who can know it. And now you know what? You take my watch. My watch works. But you know what? If you take a watch and uh, just think if this watch did not work this morning. Just think. You know what? It, it looks good. It's not broken. You know what? The stems are all in place. And you know what? To a person that actually looks at it, from you, your view, you say that's a nice watch. But you know what? There's one thing within a watch that is called the heart of the watch. And what that is is the spring that is in that watch because that spring is what they call it. It's a hair spring. And what it is, it's the, it fits into the balance wheel. And the hair spring is the very heart of the watch today. So you think about that today. If the spring was not in this watch today, you know what would happen? It would be useless. It would not be able to do its job. Even though it looks good, even though everything's right, it would not be able to accomplish that which it is set forth to accomplish today it would be useless you know what me if my watch quits working you know what i do i take it off and put it down until i get a battery why because it's no good to me because you know i catch myself looking well it's still 11 20 it was 11 20 30 minutes ago you think about that all these things happen but the spring is a central part of, 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 proper, of proper operating of the watch at its, as its timepiece. That spring is the heart of the watch. It is the effective and the heart of the problem, which the watch is, is the problem of, of the heart of the watch. It's the heart that's the problem. There are plenty of people in the church and religious circles who are just, are just like the watch. On the outside, they look fine. They appear to be religious. They, good, they do good things, uh, uh, but they cannot function as they are designed to function. Uh, uh, they cannot truly worship God and bring glory to Him uh, uh, because they have a problem that cannot be readily seen uh, uh, by mere uh, su uh, uh, surface inspection of their lives. Uh, uh, they have a problem with their heart. Many people's got a problem with their heart when it comes to Christianity. Because the Bible says in 1 Samuel chapter 16, now you got to realize the story here. Uh, Samuel was brought, uh, told to go to the house of Jesse. And out of the house of Jesse, they was, he was, the God was going to choose the one that was going to be king. Uh, and when, Je when Samuel got to the house in verse, uh, 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 7, uh, it says, But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance uh, or on the heights of his statue, because I have refused him. Uh, uh, for the Lord seeth not as a man seeth. For the man looketh upon the outward appears but the Lord looks upon the heart he saw the eldest child and he saw who he was and he saw he thought for sure that he would be the one 
But he went through all the children that were there. I think seven of them. Six or seven. And you know what he said? God has not chosen none of these. And he said, I've got my youngest when I turn to feel. He's a shepherd. And you know what? He was the youngest. He wasn't big in statue. He was rude in the face. He was a young man. No doubt, we call him a young boy. But God called him king. God made him king. Why? Because you know what? It doesn't matter how the outward appearance looks. You know what? A lot of people think just because you're big, you can fight. I've seen a lot of young little people whoop a lot of big people. My uncle, he's dead and gone now, but he was a small man. He was probably Bobby's size. And I'm not saying Bobby's real small. I'm just saying his statue is about like Bobby. But you know why he would fight? He would fight the biggest. He he got in a he got in a he got into a, one of these tough man contests and he won it. I mean, he just loved. He because he, he didn't care who you was. He would fight you. And how I know that is when my, my other uncle passed away. We went there, and this was back when they had a, they had a, a payphone. Some of you don't even know what a payphone is. We had to go put a quarter in a dime at one time. Then it would change to a quarter. And he was calling his employer to tell to talk to him. And as he was on the phone, a, a man tapped him on the shoulder. And, and I was sitting in the car with my dad and my grandpa. And, and we were sitting there and he tapped him on the shoulder. And, and he told him he needed to hurry up. And next thing I know, the, uh, he had him down on the, in the road beating him. And my dad had to take him and be, get him off of him. And then that man come and he was all bloody in the face. He said, let me in. My dad said, no, you don't want no more him. And he went, what I'm saying is it don't matter what we look at on the outside. David had a heart that trusted God. We look upon the outward appearance. They was people, you know what, that has told me that when I came here, they did not vote for me because they didn't think that I was, I was too young and that I was not able to handle the situations that were set before me. But you know what? They apologized to me. And they said they were wrong. But what I'm trying to say is we can't look. we got to look at God uh, because God can take anybody. And you know what? We've always heard this dynamite comes in small packages. Uh, uh, but what we need to realize, man looks upon the appearance, uh, uh, but God looks upon the heart. God, uh, uh, David had a God. Uh, God uh, David was a man after God's own heart. Uh, uh, David was chosen of God. David was strong. And you know what? Because of that, David was used greatly and David became king over Israel. Not only is that man, man's heart is also hardened by sin. The Bible says in Hebrews 3.13, But exhort one another daily what is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. A man's heart is hard. Think about that. Because of sin, it comes in. This, You know what? He's not talking about lost people here. In verse 12, verse 12 of that, he talks about brethren. So, you know, he's talking to Christian people. So what we need to realize, if we're not careful because of sin, our hearts can be hardened. That's why when we sin, he said, I have you not to sin, little children. But if you sin, you have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, you know, an advocate is a helper, a lawyer, uh, somebody to defend your case. Uh, uh, you come to him, you ask him for forgiveness today. I uh, say, so you know what? We need to exhort one another. Uh, uh, sinners are not advised to exhort one another daily. Neither can they revert to sin uh, and depart from the living God, for they are already, extra ex 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 uh, uh, already away from God. 
So you know what? We need to be careful. The heart, even in our physical life, our heart is a very, a very, probably one of the most, it's the most important organ because if it ain't working, you're not going to work. Causes a lot of trouble. But sin can harden. Man's heart is hardened by stubbornness. And I know I ain't got no stubborn people in here, do I? Caused by stubbornness. Psalms 95, 8 says, Harden not your heart as in the, in the provo provocation uh, and then in the days of temptation in the wilderness. Uh, uh, what is he talking about? When Israel provoked God in the wilderness, uh, uh, you know what he's saying? Do not harden your heart as, they, as the rebellions. Uh, what did Israel do? They rebelled. Uh, that's why it took them so long to get from Egypt, but uh, 11-day journey to get into the promised land. It's because of their stubbornness. Because of their sins. You know what? They even asked, is God, is God here or, or not? In, in Exodus. You know, so think about this. Uh, so stubbornness can uh, cause us uh, all these things to happen. And I'm talking about what's on the inside. Uh, and you know what I'm talking about? If Christ is uh, not actively working, uh, if he's not actively working in your life, uh, uh, you know what? You can be hardened by sin. You can be hardened by stubbornness. Uh, uh, your man's heart is hardened by self-sufficient. Uh, uh, what did Belshazzar do? Belshazzar did not learn from his grandfather. Uh, his grandfather was put out to pasture, so to speak, with the, the animals uh, because he said, look what I have done. He didn't say, look what God had done. Look what I, God had put him there. And Belshazzar did not pay no attention to that. He did not take heed to that. So what happened? They went and they was having a party. And they went and he, all of a sudden he saw the writing on the wall. Why? Because he thought he was self-sufficient. You know what? I can't, you know, it goes, I, 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 can't, I can't do nothing without Jesus. You can't do nothing without Jesus. We, we don't, we're not self-sufficient. We got to have God. We live, we breathe, and we have, we live, we move, and we have our being because of God. Uh, because of God, we have the breath that we have. Because of God, we have everything that we have. Uh, uh, but if God is not actively in your life, moving in your heart, uh, uh, then you know what? Then you're going to have self-sufficient. Look what I have done. Uh, I promise you in my life, it ain't nothing. All that I've done is because uh, of the grace of God. Because God showed favor upon me. Uh, it ain't because I impressed Him. Uh, and why? Because we can't impress God today. Uh, he ought to impress us, but we can't impress him. And we need to realize that today. Man's heart is hardened by unbelief. In Mark chapter 16, verse 14, after he appeared unto the eleven as they said at meat and unbridled them with their unbelief and hardness of heart because they believed not them which had seen him after he was risen. You think about that. Many people are hardened. Their hearts are hardened because of unbelief. We're living in a time where people do not believe in Christ. They don't. If people believed in God like they're supposed to, and you say, well, you said Christ first. When I say Christ or when I say God, I'm speaking of the same person. He's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They're all three separate, but they're all one. You know what? You say, that's hard. You know what? And that's something you really hard to explain. You just got to experience it. God's always been. Jesus has always been because Jesus, God's in heaven. And what did he do? He sent, he came uh, and the word became flesh. Uh, you know what? God became flesh. And that's Jesus. And you know what? His spirit still remains with us today. Because he said, I'll go away and prepare a place for you. And if I go, I will send another comforter, which is the Holy Spirit. 
and he shall abide with you forever. I'm glad he's going to be with us forever. Those that are saved, we're going to have him forever and forever. And I'm thankful for that today. So what we need to realize, many do not believe because of unbelief. Their hearts are hardened. A man's heart is hardened because of by the neglect. Many don't get themselves under the preaching of God's word, under the singing of God's word. And they don't get there and they neglect God. And what happens? Your heart becomes hard. Because you know what? If you live in a graveyard long enough, you... You'll live there so long you won't cry when somebody dies. How many goes to the funeral home and looks at them funeral home guys? A lot of times you become so used to it that it don't affect you. Cause of neglect. The Bible says, not forsaken the assembly of thyself together. As the matter of some is, but exhort one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Uh, uh, you think about that man's heart is hardened by neglect. Uh, a man needs a new heart to replace the heart of stone. Uh, uh, what, what, what people need is a new heart, a new character, uh, a new uh, personality, new thoughts and feelings, a way of life, new ways of doing things. Uh, uh, Jesus summarized man's heart. He says, For out of the heart proceedeth evil thoughts, murders, adulterers, uh, uh, fornication, uh, thieves, uh, uh, false witnesses, blasphemy. Blasphemies, uh, uh, blasphemers. Uh, that's Matthew chapter fifteen, verse nineteen. Uh, uh, so, without Christ actively uh, uh, in your uh, actively working in your life, uh, uh, man, you become hardened. Number two, when Christ is allowed to work within, now think about it. Christ ain't just going to come and start working. You, he's got to be allowed. Man's heart is transformed. The text, verse twenty-six of the scripture I read, a new heart. Also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. Think about that. What does the Bible say in 2 Corinthians 5, 17? Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away, and behold, all things become new. There was this businessman in London by the name of Lindsay Craigler that told the story of a warehouse property that he was trying to sell. The building had been empty for months, and it needed repairs. Vandals had damaged the doors, smashed in the windows, and shoot trash all around the interior. As he began to show it to somebody that was interested, somebody was a potential buyer. He began. He took. He took pain to tell him, "I will. I will fix. I will fix the windows. I will. I will fix the destruction. Whatever the destruction or damage may be. I will bring a crew in to clean this trash up." And as he begin to say that the man that was like I want to buy it he said I'm not uh, going to but he said he said this forget about the repairs when I buy this place I'm going to build something completely different I don't want the building I want the site compared with the renovation God has in mind our efforts to improve our lives are as little of value or importance as sweeping a warehouse stated, slated for the wrecking ball. Because you know what? When we become gods, our old life is gone. He don't, he, he don't, he starts over. We become new creatures. All things are passed away, and behold, all things become new. And you know what? 
All he wants is, is the sight and the permission to build. That's all God wants. He comes in and he removes everything he ain't supposed to be there. And when he does that, Christ gives us a new heart that he is not hard, that can actually, actually respond to him. A heart of stone can't respond. But when God gives us a new heart, but you know what? What's on the inside determines how we are. But when Christ is allowed to work within man, within man's heart is transformed. And the number three, when man's heart is transformed, man is empowered to live for God. There's a lot of people trying to live for God that's not even been empowered by God. Can't do that. Chapter, the, the text I read in you here in verse 27 says, I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statues and you shall keep my judgments up and do them. Also in, in Ezekiel chapter 11, verse 19 through 20, God says this, I will give them one heart and I will put a new spirit within you. I will take the stony heart out of their flesh and give them a heart of flesh that, there may be, that they may walk in my statues and keep my ordinances and do them. And they shall be my people and I will be their God. D.L. Moody said this. I believe firmly that the moment our hearts are emptied of pride, selfishness, ambition, and everything that is contrary to God's law, the Holy Spirit will fill every corner of our hearts. But if we are full of pride and conceit, conceit and ambition of the, and the world, there is no room for the Spirit of God. We must be empty before we can be filled. we got to empty ourselves. Let God come in. Psalms 139, 23, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. Uh, Psalms 51, 10, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit uh, uh, within me. When a caterpillar is transformed into a butterfly, it becomes a totally new creature. It's hard to believe that that happens, ain't it? But it does. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old is gone and the new has come. The man with a new heart is completely a new man. We become new. What does it say? All things become new. We're not the same. We're totally different. We may look a lot of the same on the outside, but what matters is what's on the inside. And you know what happens when we get what's on the inside that's supposed to be there? They begin to be things change on the outside. Also, and it's recognized, but in closing, the conclusion, what's on the inside? Listen to this. External religion says be clean physically and morally. Internal redemption says be born again and make, uh, made into a new creature. External religion says a clean exterior makes a clean interior. But eternal, internal redemption says when the inside gets clean, it will clean up the outside. External religion says you must develop some rules to govern your behavior. But internal redemption says I love God, therefore will I, I will live right. External religion says be faithful to your church and practices and its teachings and you will be clean. Internal redemption says being cleansed by Jesus, be cleansed by Jesus and you will be faithful to your church, its practices and its teachings. 
External religion is a man is a man-made system of ritual, ceremonial law, and works. Internal redemption is the work of God to the heart that produces a new creature. You got religion and you got redemption. What's on the inside? You may have religion on the outside, and there's a lot of religious people in the world. And there's a lot of religious people that are in hell today. They had good morals. They had good conduct. They went to church. They looked at part, but they was not cleansed. They were like that stone. They had been exposed to the water. The stone had, but it never had penetrated. Many people have been exposed to Christianity for years. And the sad thing is it has never penetrated and made a change in their lives. As we stand, as every head's bowed, no one looking around. I tried my best to give to you what the Lord had to say to us today. Now I want you to think about this this morning. I don't know your heart, but you know what? You may be like that watch. You may look good and you might have everything that you need to work. Just like a body. Your heart quits, you're going to quit. Because the heart's what pumps that blood. And that blood is what keeps all the other vital organs and all the other things. If you lose blood to your foot, you know what's going to happen. If it don't soon get blood flow back in, you lose that part because it dies. So it takes the heart. They've got science. All, uh, you know what? We all, uh, we all know, most of you know Brent, man. He, his heart, he had a massive heart attack. He should have died. But you know what? The Lord made a way. He had this, and he had a heart transplant. He's doing well. But you think about that. We got to have something on the inside to keep these things going. And God wants to do that. The question to you today is what's on the inside? You may have, if you got religion, it's not on the inside, it's all outward. And you know what? That represents the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And you know what Jesus tells us about that? Unless your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you're not going to get to heaven. What's that mean? You've got to have something on the inside. And what is that? Jesus Christ. None of us will go move into a dirty house. It's got to be clean. If we go look at it and it's dirty, you know what we're going to do? We're not going to buy it. We're not going to rent it. It's got to be clean. Jesus, he's not going to move in unless he can clean it the way he wants it cleaned. Do with it the way he wants to do with it. I don't know your heart, but as every head is bowed, maybe someone here today listening under the sound of my voice in the, in the sanctuary, in the parking lot, or live by Facebook, or listening later, if God, you know, the question to you today is what is on the inside? You know, are you that stone that's been exposed to Christianity all your life, but yet it has not penetrated? You've not let it get in? You need to let it penetrate today. You know what that means? If you're not, you're lost. If Christ is not living and abiding in your life, he's not in control of your life, you're not, you, you don't love him enough that you've gave, made him Lord and Savior of your life, you need to do that. The only way he can do that, he will penetrate. The only way he will penetrate is you allow him. you got to allow him to take that stony heart and replace it with a heart of flesh. You know what a heart is? A muscle. 
It's just something that it's got to be, it's got to be able to move. If it gets hardened, it don't move. Things don't flow and work the way they need to work. We need Jesus today. I don't know your heart, but there may be somebody here or listening. I don't care where you at. If you're lost and never been saved and you, you realize that this morning and you want this church and these people to pray for you, that you say, well, they won't know who you are. I'm not going to come to you. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to recognize your hand if I see it. But there may be others out there that I will not see because they're not in the building. But lift your hand because you know what? That lets you know you realize you have a need. Or they want in the house this morning would just lift and say, preacher, remember me in this prayer? I need to be saved. You may be here today. And you may say, well, preacher, my heart used to be soft. But you know what? Things have come in that I've not let Christ be active in my life. And it's hardening in my heart. It could be self-sufficient. Could be, it could be stubbornness. It could be sin. Could be many different things that we talked about this morning. But you say, preacher, remember me. Pray for me. Would there be one anywhere? One anywhere. Christians, just keep on. Let Christ rule and reign in your lives. Because you know what? It ain't going to be long. It's easy to let things come in that don't need to come in. We're going to pray. They're going to sing a song of invitation. And then God willing, we're going to, the service will be over for us this, this morning. So let's go to prayer. Father, we love you today and we thank you for your help and we thank you for your strength. Lord, we thank you for the songs. We thank you for the testimonies. We thank you for the preaching. We thank you for everything that's been done here today. Now we ask you, Lord, if there's anyone in the house, uh, anyone under the sound of my voice that don't know you today in the free pardon of sin, uh, I pray when this invitational number is sung, they would find their place, they would bow their head, uh, and they would ask you to forgive them of their sins. If there's any, Lord, Christian here today uh, uh, that have uh, their heart has been hardened by cause of the things, uh, there are many different things we talked about today. If anything's creeping in, I pray they would get it taken care of. They will let you be active in their lives like the way you need to be and help us Christians to keep on keeping on. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As he plays a song of invitation, only you know your heart. Only you know your life. You know your heart. You know how it functions. If there's heart problems, you know what? Most of the time, you don't, you're going to be the first one to know it. I thought number one. What's on the inside? You know what's on the inside. The question is, what do you want to do about it? I would be what I wanted to be. I thought that I could build. How about it? On life sinking sand. But I can't, can't even, walk. even walk without you holding my hand. How about it? This one has come. What about you? I thought that I could. Just because you come to the altar don't mean you're a bad person. Just means you need to come and talk to your father. You need help that only Jesus can give you. I could make it. And he loves you enough. He's not going to ridicule. He's not going to condemn you. He come to not to condemn us, but he come that we might be saved. As a mighty big man. But I can't, can't even walk. Even walk 
without you holding my hand. No, I can't yes, like Jesus. without you holding my hand. Think about that. The mountains too high. Yes. And the valleys to wide. He's speaking to your heart today. He's knocking. Let him come in. Let him penetrate. And let him take care of your needs today. Lord, I can't even walk without you holding my hand. I think. Listen, I'll make Jesus. Yes. My own. Well, I'm glad today I made that decision. Best decision I've ever made in my life. On his name. Are you in trouble? Call upon him. If I don't trust in him, I'd be less than a man. Lord, I can't even walk without you holding my hand. No, yes. I can't even give him praise this morning. Without oh, I know we can't do nothing without him this morning. Thank you, Jesus. The mountains too high. That's right. And the valleys too wide. Down on my knees, I've learned to stand. And I can't even walk without you holding my Amen. Give God praise this morning. Amen. It's been good to be in God's house today. I hope and pray that we realized how blessed we really are to have a place we can come and worship and serve and do the things. Because we know we don't come to church to serve. We come to church to worship. And we leave to serve. And when we come to church and we worship him the way we're supposed to and do everything, you know what? We can serve him so much better out here in the world. Is all hearts and minds clear this morning? Do remember Wednesday night live at 7. Uh, pray the singers that come and sing. Pray for them. Just pray that God's will and way would be done in our hearts and our lives. Christmas is just around the corner. But I'm glad I know the reason for the season. Amen. I've already got the greatest gift that ever could be given to me, and that was Jesus. And I'm thankful for that today. And if you don't know him, I pray that during this Christmas season will be the season you get the greatest gift that could ever be given to you. His name is Jesus. All hearts and minds clear? If so, ask Brother Bobby if he would to dismiss us this morning. Thank you.